Welcome to the Pictures of Lily podcast. I'm your host, Lily Moayeri. I have been a music journalist since 1992, and I interview a lot of music-related people. This podcast, which is named after the song by The Who, is about my experience behind the story, what my experience is doing the interviews, just to give you a snapshot of what it's like on the other side of the digital recorder. Pictures of Lily. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into the Pictures of Lily podcast. This is episode 62. We publish monthly with a new episode posting on the second Wednesday of each month. You can find us on every platform by going to picturesoflily.com, where you can subscribe or follow us and also connect to us on Instagram, SoundCloud, YouTube, Pandora, and Amazon, although it's really best to listen to the podcast straight from the source at picturesoflily.com, as it is the highest quality audio and avoids copyright restrictions. This episode is on my experiences with super talented producer and engineer and musician Susie Shin. Here are a few snapshots of my experiences with Susie Shin. I met Susie in 2015 when I went to producer Jake Sinclair's studio to interview them about their work on the Panic at the Disco album, Death of a Bachelor. At the time, Susie's day job was as Jake's engineer. Jake had Susie sit in on the interview as she was instrumental in the recording of Death of a Bachelor. Jake also made sure that I was clear that Susie was not his assistant, but his engineer, whom he brought on to be his arm or arms when he injured himself. For her part, Susie was quiet and unassuming, not saying anything unless she was asked directly, and even then, she wouldn't overtalk, but answer with a minimal amount of words. I don't want to give the impression that she was unfriendly, quite the opposite, she just wasn't pushing herself in. I presume this is also how Susie is when you work with her in the studio. She's there, she's focused on doing her job, but she's not inserting herself into the situation unless it's required. I haven't been in the studio with her when she's actively working, so again, this is my presumption. Susie left an excellent impression on me. Also, how well Jake treated her left a good impression on me about him. Two years later, I was working on a story for NPR on women in the recording space, and Susie was one of the first people I thought of to speak to for the article. By that time, Susie had worked on records with Dua Lipa and Sia and Weezer. I managed to snag her on New Year's Eve 2017 when she invited me to her house so we could have a comfortable place for the interview. She lived in a lovely old house which was spotless and tastefully decorated with discreet spaces for her and her roommate, who happened to be Jake's brother, where they could live and work. She had prepared a beautiful cheese board with crackers and grapes and all the trimmings. She had gorgeous plates and glasses and such a genteel way with her hospitality. Susie was very forthcoming in our interview for the NPR article. She really painted a picture of what it was like for her first going to Berklee College of Music in Boston and dealing with her classmates' attitude towards her there. Then her experiences being the lowest person on staff at commercial studios here in Los Angeles where cleaning the toilets were among her duties while she was learning the workings of the studio. She also had a waitressing job in the evening so she could pay her rent. This didn't help in her saving money to continue her education at Berkeley. She was recommended to Jake when he needed help, which worked out well for both of them. 
Jake was able to help her learn and she was able to help him get his work done. For the NPR stories, Susie told me, you have to stick it out. You have to pay your dues. All my role models were male, but I'm seeing more females, my contemporaries in their 20s, getting into engineering. I know a significant amount of work I've gotten was because I was female and the producers and songwriters are artists, the creatives in the session, who are usually men, wanted a girl in the room, even if it is generally a boys club. But she did clarify, I don't think I've gotten work because of my gender alone. A few more opportunities have come along as it's still quite unusual to have a girl in the room. I'd like to think that I'm getting called into sessions because I'm good at what I do and I'm pretty okay to hang around with for hours on end, rather than just being a girl. That NPR article received a lot of positive attention when it was published in early 2018, and I hope that means good things for the women who gave me their generous input for it. Meanwhile, Susie, as always, kept her head down and kept doing good work and moving into different positions in the studio. She worked on records with Fall Out Boy and Five Seconds of Summer and with Weezer and Panic at the Disco again. Weezer gave her an opportunity to produce and she stepped into that role for their album Van Weezer, which she also engineered. Susie also started these hysterical ventures with her friend, director Ani Akopian. Among these are Scrub Hub, Amazon Dating, and Post Dates. All of them are parodies of already existing platforms put into the context of dating. They are super clever and hit every note with their details. As a side note, Ani is an exceptional creative with some amazing work in her credits. Check out her work at her site, aniacopian.com. Last year, Susie invited us to her birthday party, which she was having at one of the villas at Chateau Marmont. Even the digital invite flyer via text was hyper-creative and made you feel like you had to go or you'd be missing out big time. Of course, it was a get-together that hit all the marks. From a cross-section of super-friendly people to a cotton candy-making machine and a wild birthday cake and a beautiful setting, plus Susie carrying her dog all night, which was very cute, we had a great time. This year, I reached out to Susie for a list I was writing for Grammy for Women's History Month on 10 ways to support women musicians and creators year-round. Susie was very busy in the studio, but she was gracious enough to carve out some time and give me some insight for this list. The first entry on the list was creating safe spaces for women, and this is Susie's quote from that in reference to Jake Sinclair. Before Jake, I was running around town doing every job I could get, dealing with unfamiliar situations that were different every day. Jake really gave me space to grow. When I get into that room, I do insane work and make sure I can blow it out of the water. Susie said that creating safe spaces provides women with a fair chance and more opportunities. That list received a lot of good attention as well, and I'm so happy that the few places that I've been able to include Susie in my writing have been high-profile ones, as she definitely deserves it. All her amazing work aside, which, by the way, you can check out at susieshin.com, Susie is straight up really nice to be around. She's tasteful and easygoing, smart and accommodating, creative, but somehow ego-free. I feel like besides her amazing studio skills, these characteristics are some of the reasons why artists like working with her. I totally get that. I would love to be around her more. You're my platinum blonde with your spandex on, my part of gold at the rainbow room. That is my snapshot of my experiences with Susie Shin. 
You can find the NPR article at npr.org, the Grammy list at grammy.com, and the Mix Magazine article at mixonline.com. And they are all linked at picturesoflily.com, which is probably a lot easier to find. In our next episode, I am going to be talking about my 30 years of experiences with Massive Attack. From myself and my co-producer, director, editor, Lawrence Schroeder, thanks for listening. And if you have a chance to subscribe or follow the podcast on any of the podcast platforms, please do so and please rate and review. You can connect to us on picturesoflily.com and from there you can choose your preferred podcast platform or Instagram or SoundCloud or YouTube or Pandora or Amazon. You can also find the playlists for the podcast episodes on Spotify and YouTube. There's also a Pictures of Lily newsletter which goes out when each podcast episode posts with a bonus newsletter in between that you can subscribe to on picturesoflily.com. And don't forget to check out Lawrence's curated playlists on Spotify each Friday. Just search for his artist name, Regal Standard. He has a special addition to that playlist as of last week as he's officially released his first song, Understanding. Make sure to give it a spin. It's a banger. Thanks for listening. Pictures of Lily.